the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And I'm Chris. And this is SLC Punkcast. Punkcast. Yeah. This is episode 69.5. Yes. 69 and a half. Special edition, Dustin. It's special. It's hardcore. That's not New York hardcore, but hardcore hardcore nonetheless. Chris, we did an episode of hardcore music. Just New York hardcore. Yes. And now we're kind of on that other end of it where we're doing uh, just hardcore, but not New York hardcore. Bands from outside of the New York uh, realm. <laughs> yes, oh, we wanted to mix it up because we did a, a tribute yes. to New York hardcore because of what it has done for the world, really. Because oh, yes. based off of <laughs> our, our playlist that we're going to have here, it's for for you know all over. You found us. We are SLC Punkcast. We are a punk rock review and interview show, reviewing, critiquing all genres and subgenres of punk rock and uh, hardcore. Dustin uh, yeah. originating around the New York City area, flowed. West, uh, rather quickly, uh, there is a like Los Angeles hardcore scene, kind of a recognized one um, as well, and we'll cover some of those bands. But first, Dustin, up the pumps. Yes, Chris. Two Minute Minor, a uh, band that we are Chicago, both Illinois, big fans of. Uh, they've got an Absolutely. awesome thing that they're doing right now. A whole bunch raising some money. For no-kill shelters for pit bulls. Yes. Uh, definitely a dog that is uh, misrepresented in the major media markets. Um, and so they, of course, have a lot of positive things they do, um, including an album called Up the Pups, which are um, a collection of bands, um, some great bands in there, some great hardcore, some great punk rock. Um, the money goes to Up the Pups, which goes to, again, uh, this, uh, this no-kill shelter um, uh, for our friends, is what they're called, for our friends. Um, so check it out. Um, go to the Bandcamp page, Dustin. You can Up find the them Pups. on Facebook, at 2 Minute Minor Hardcore. Right, and you can get there, but I want you to find the album yes. and buy the album. To support this worthy cause, upthepups.bandcamp.com forward slash releases and uh, check it out. Up the pups. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so check it out. Follow it. I uh, love Two Minute Minor. Um, but uh, moving on to a band, Dustin. My goodness gracious! Some new stuff. Had some fun with these guys. Suicidal Tendencies just yeah. were in Salt Lake City. Yes. This is Fubar off of Still Psycho after all these years. Madball like two weeks ago. Yes. Um, uh, big fans of Suicidal. We had a great time at their show. Um, Mike's still uh, wanting a Pepsi after all yes. these years. Um, 
I wanted was a Pepsi. They don't fucking play that song live anymore, do they? I don't know. Maybe they're tired of it. It's been around a while. It has been. These guys are on Facebook, at Suicidal Tendencies, and they are hardcore from Venice, California. Yeah, California hard, SoCal hardcore. Fubar is the song, F-U-B-I-R, fucked up beyond all recognition. The way you treat yourself is such a crime. Fubar, you're out of luck. The way you think about you struck the fuck. Zappa still psycho punk after all these years, and it's uh, I think the actual band Suicidal Tendencies covering Mike had a single album, and like a solo album, not a single album, a solo album, and that's what this is. Just released last month in September. First, you can't do can't do hardcore, especially non-New York hardcore, without talking about suicidal tendencies. Right on. All right, next up, Chris, uh, we're gonna travel the world with this hardcore. We're gonna go to Germany. This is we just played a, a track from these guys, Punishable Act. They just had a new album come out. I believe it's in September as well. Uh, they're at Punishable Act on Facebook. They're from Berlin. This is Wall City hardcore, Chris. Wall City, I like that for Berlin. That's yeah. fucking cool as shit, dude. Just Isn't a great it? name. It is. Uh, love it. That's pretty sweet. Sometimes. 
You know what? I was thinking about this today while I was listening, and maybe some of this stuff, obviously not this one, these guys are fucking saying Wall City Hardcore, but there's right. some versions of metal or things that are considered metal uh-huh. that kind of have that sound to me, and maybe a couple of these bands I'll end up playing here are going to be viewed that way. So maybe by saying hardcore, you're letting everybody know what you view yourself this as. This is not a thrash metal band. This is a hardcore band. I, I get that. I'm just saying, but, speaking no, generally. No, 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 I'm saying that, like, by doing that, they're saying that, right? Right. Oh, this is, excuse me, sir, this is not a thrash metal <laughs> band. This is hardcore. How right. do you know? Well, we will say we are hardcore in one of our songs several dozen times. Well, Chris, this next one, this band, is Deafness by Noise. Deafness by Noise is from Samovor, Croatia. Oh, fuck. Yeah, man. This is a tribute Broadway. song. has ton right. of hardcore legends. Go watch the ah, music video cool. in this doing guest vocals. This is a tribute song to Otto Cromag. Legends on set video. Guys from Sick of It All are there. Lars is there. Fredrickson, yeah. Yeah. Right on. Anybody that, you know, has a, an attachment, you know, uh, something heartfelt for Auto Chromag, I guess, that jumped in on this track. Very cool. You were gone, but not forgotten. You were gone, but not forgotten. Yeah, that one's for Auto Chromag. You can find Deafness by Noise on Facebook. Auto! Oh, I like Auto. Yeah. yeah. Cool. At, uh, at Deafness by Noise. Go check those guys out. Super cool track. Go support that track. Even if it's just supporting the band. If you're a fan of the Chromags and you're a fan of Auto, great track, man. Very cool. Dustin, what's next, man? What do we got? We got into nothing? Songs do or die? No, we got Monster Squad. There you go. I was going to say, I think you're getting out of order, Chris. What the fuck am I? Chris, we're coming back to the U.S. These guys are from Vacaville, California. Dude, Monster Squad was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. I love that movie. (laughs) Uh, Wasn't it fucking like Corey Fieldman or somebody? 
Fred Savage. Fred Savage, Frank Savage. That was Little Monsters. Oh. Wait, mon- we're the Monster Squad, right? Monster it's- Squad was a movie. Why don't you look oh, that up? Oh. We are going to listen to a little bit of Monster Squad. This off the album Depression came out this year. Yeah, it was the With Corys, help, forgiveness. Dude, I'm telling you. No. This on Pirate Press. Yeah. Cool album. Go to their Monster Squad.bandcamp page. Also go to Monster Squad on IMDb. And you can see <laughs> who is in it. On Facebook, they're at Monster Squad Punks. Tom Noonan is Frankenstein's monster. Duncan Rieger is Count Dracula. Hell yeah. All right, Chris. Next up, you were, you were starting to introduce him earlier. Hey, settling down. This is blood for blood to this. part of gallons. This is the old days and the bad days, the all or nothing days. They're back. There's no choices left. And I'm ready for war. Oh, right? This is End of Nothing. Their album, Oblivious, just came out October 13th. This track is called Do or Die. Any connection to other bands that we've heard play songs called Do or Die? No. No, these guys are... We got our own Do or Die. Yes. End of nothing. This hardcore band is from Nuremberg, Germany. Oh, they're from Nuremberg, Germany. God, I got drunk as shit there.
Chris on Facebook. They get dark. End of nothing NBG for Nuremberg. They're getting dark here? Yeah, it's a little bit. It's it's starting to bleed out of hardcore and go to thrash. Okay. So so thrash metal is is a branch of punk rock. Period. Hear that double bass? Yeah, we're thrash. We're already over to thrash. Just wait a second. Thrash comes from hardcore, hardcore comes from punk. Yeah. Air metal comes from that. Oh, how far are we falling? Alright, well, that was it. End of Nothing. Do or Die Off of Oblivious. It just came out October 13th. Come band we both love is Wisdom and Chains. We're going to play yeah. a whole bunch of stuff here because new album, Dustin. Nothing in Nature Respects Weakness. We love, uh, you know, when we were doing Here's What's Coming, right? We were yeah. listing the, the, the albums being released or that were released. We love saying this every time. Nothing in Nature Respects Weakness came out this year about a month ago? July. Two months ago. Yeah. Okay. Two months ago. It's fucking already October. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, just came out this summer, this past summer. We're going to play two songs. From the new album. From the new album. Um, and then we're going to come back and talk more about dogs. And uh, Two Minute Minor and kind of tie them into it as well. Um, but uh, Life Lessons, Dustin. Cool song. Wisdom and Change. One more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better than. I Better was. than it was. This is such a cool beginning right here. Yeah, yeah. We were just talking about this. We were listening before the show. It's my ring entrance music when I'm a pro wrestler right here. Yeah. Coming out. Like a build. It's building. Right. Are you just going down, fucking walking down the aisle? Fans are like high-fiving you. And then. And then. Right here? You're, you're, you're gonna start getting up to the ring? Oh shit! And then. So, what a build this has you, been. You get in the ring. 
such a cool song. That's a fucking cool song. I like the intro. It's got it harkens to uh, 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 thrash metal, right? Sure. Those, those long openings. It, it, I like that. I, I think it's a unique song. I think it's well written, really smart. Yeah. And like all, all you know, wisdom and change, man. Great lyrics, just all the way around. Great. From Wisdom and Chains, Richie. Richie, thank you for joining us. No problem, man. My pleasure. We've uh, had an opportunity to listen to some hardcore music on this episode. And uh, you guys, of course, fit into that genre. Uh, maybe even are section leaders of it. Uh, tell us about the coming together of this band. You guys have been going since 2001. Yeah. In, uh, early in 2001, it was sort of a different band. It was like a collaboration of an American band and, and European band. And we just recorded a few songs for fun. And then it really sat on the back burner for a long time until the bands we were in in the U.S. broke up and we decided to try to do this band full time. So we hit up the European guys and they said, you know, they gave us their blessing. They said, go do it. So we really started as an actual band. I'm not even sure what year, like years after 2001, maybe 2006 or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, the first <clears throat> recording, as Wisdom Change, yeah, that was 2001. 2006, it was an all-American uh, lineup and more, you know, serious. Of course, speaking of stuff coming out, nothing in nature respects weakness. Tell us about uh, the, the creation of this album. First of all, tell us about the title, the the, the, the decision to make this uh Nothing in nature respect we this is just fucking cool album title. What brought that about? There's this uh, rapper, he's from Brooklyn, his name is Thurston Howell. That was a line in one of his raps and I always liked it and I always thought about it and I tried in my head to like prove it wrong, you know what I mean? <laughs> but but I really couldn't. I couldn't think of any kind of scenarios to prove that line wrong. So when we were thinking of uh titles for the album, we were really all over the place. We couldn't agree on anything. And then I threw that one out there, and then uh, everybody seemed in agreement with that one. We went with that. But, yeah, that's that's from a rapper named Thurston Howell that we I jacked it off of. 
How's the uh, album been received so far? As far as whether it be sales or just what you know, when you guys are playing it, how how, how are the fans reacting to it? Well, uh, we can't complain. It came out. It came out a lot stronger than we thought it would. The only real methods of engaging it were like iTunes sales, mm-hmm. Spotify plays, stuff like that, and it was really strong in those categories. And like you know, was, as far as it got, was like number six in, in like the metal charts mm-hmm. during the release on uh, iTunes and in Spotify. The numbers were really good, and they hit us up and. As far as the label and physical copies, I put it out on my own label, Fast Break Records, mm-hmm. and it did uh, much better than you know our previous release, a lot stronger. So yeah, as far as that, great. As far as playing, we haven't really played too much on it, but so far when we did do new songs live, they went over well. We made a video for one of the songs, and then that's that's right now that's a strong song live, because you know how it is. Like if you have a live song, the new stuff. It doesn't usually take a while to kick in, you know. I mean, people always want to hear the old stuff. Right. So luckily, luckily there were a couple new jams that people were uh, feeling so far. So yeah, I can't complain. It's pretty good. One of the things that stood out to us, we're big fans of Noise, and uh, tell us about the collaboration with Matt Noise that you did on this album. Yeah, we're big fans too. We always communicate uh, with them and send music back and forth, send T-shirts back and forth. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when we were lining up some songs and listening. And we really wanted to get a lot of people in the mix, you know, when we were listening to that particular song and the way Joe sang his verse. And we know how Matt sings. We, we thought, wow, Matt would, like, throw a fucking, like, a monkey wrench into this. Like, if his style of phrasing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we hit him up, and he was down right away, luckily. And he, we just sent him out the track. We sent him, uh, you know, all the info, this and that. And he sent us back that verse, and we we were really happy with it, man. You were on uh, the East Coast Tsunami Fest. I, I don't know what to call it, I guess, festival, right? On September 22nd. Yeah. Um, what's coming up for the band uh, as far as touring goes uh, as we move forward to, into 2019? As far as touring, we were uh, we were going to do uh, another run in Europe in November, but it fell through with some, you know, we, it was just a couple guys couldn't uh, really justify doing it with work at that time because mm-hmm. we just got back not too long ago, so... Right now, we're looking to go back over, I think, in June to do another tour over there. And as far as uh, America, it's really hard for us to, to like, tour. So we, we pick out sections of the country, and maybe we'll go to, like, the Northeast and do, like, a, week, a long weekend. And then we'll go to the West Coast and do a long weekend randomly. But nothing's mm-hmm. really set in stone right now, you know what I mean, as far as American shows. But I think Europe is going to be uh, June. So in America, what are some positives that you see about the hardcore scene what what are some what draws you to certain cities as opposed to others you know we'd want to do la we don't want to do phoenix or whatever it might be what is it about the hardcore scene that kind of uh, drives you guys as far as when it comes to touring yeah you know city to city everything's different and it's always the cities that have an active band uh, and active venues, active promoters, you know, they're always the best cities to do, and, and they constantly rotate, change, you know, bands come and go, promoters come and go, venues open and get shut down. So that's really what makes the difference, like, <clears throat> as far as hot spots for us. Like, you know, a, a place we might have did really well, like, six years ago, might be dead now, you know, and the, right. the venues that we used to hit or close, the promoter moved away, or, you know, whatever. Right. But, yeah, it's all about the local scene. Like, you know, the way we operate anyway, you know, we operate like hands-on, not like some fantasy booking agent somewhere that doesn't really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So when we get in the mix, 
you know, we go and we play for people we personally know in areas where, you know, when we get there, we know, we know the people that show up, the people that, that promote the shows, everything. And that always always changes, but it, it's really based on the scene, the local scene. If it's mm-hmm. strong at the time, the shows are going to, you know, they're going to always be good, you know. What are some cities that maybe stand out to you as, man, that, that uh, just a scene that always hits, it's always going? For hardcore music, even for all kinds of music, right now, and I'm not just saying it because we live out here, it's, it's Philadelphia, is constantly, there's, I was I saw Sheer Terror last night, uh, I'm going to see Bold and Breakdown next weekend Philly shows are just constant there's so many people and it's 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 in a great location because it's not too right. far from New York City it's not too far from Baltimore even kids from Boston it's not a super long trip it's just constant shows it's also home of this is hardcore that's like the mecca for our kind of music right now right other cities that are strong I mean New York City is always strong there's such a, a massive right. population there you know what I mean in Brooklyn you know, maybe the shows aren't in the Lower East Side anymore, but Brooklyn's really popping with a lot of a lot of good clubs, good bands. Then you got um, Richmond, Virginia. Like, there's a really strong hardcore scene, really based around like some really good straight edge bands down there. That's strong at the moment. And you got Baltimore's which is strong. It's it's random. Ohio is yeah. uh, usually pretty strong for shows, but the cities change a lot. You know, like Cleveland used to be the spot. Now a little more. Western Ohio, you see, you see the shows are, are are stronger than you know than Cleveland now. You know, it's it's always different. But right now, Philly, I think it's it's hard to touch it. It's just so active, you know. Yeah. Well, and, and it's something that Dustin and I have talked about a million times on the podcast. The fact, you know, here we are in Salt Lake City, but it is six hours to anywhere else. Right. It's six hours yeah. to Vegas. It's it's eight hours to Denver. It's six hours to Reno. So for us, it, we're so isolated, and then those East Coast cities are just so close together that you have such yeah, a yeah. great opportunity. You know, living in Philly, you can go to the city and and watch a show. You can, you know, hey, let's go down to Baltimore. You know, let's, let's make an evening of it, and it's and it mm-hmm. makes it to where those things can get spread so much faster as well, right? You, you're able to, you know, that new hot band is able to to get out. And, and get in front of so many more people so much quicker. Oh yeah, that it's it, you know we don't comprehend that here in the in the West because we're just so fucking isolated. It's insane. Yeah, I was just out there uh, last weekend for the first time. I was with my girlfriend who is from there, and I was seeing signs for when we were driving for Las Vegas. I was like, Oh, Las Vegas is brand new. She's like, Oh, I was like six seven hours away or something. Like, yeah. you got to sign up for it. Like you know that's. That's pretty crazy, but then she was explaining because she was really involved with the scene as well when she lived there, and when she would say, oh, kids from Denver would come, and that'd be five, six hours away. Kids mm-hmm. from Reno would come. I'm like, wow. But so, yeah, you know, we were, I was having the same discussion. From Philly to New York is under two hours. From Philly to Baltimore is an hour and a half, maybe. Fuck. Then there's, like, North Delaware, and then there's Albany. We just played Albany with one king down a reunion with those guys that's like two hours from here yeah everything is you know relatively close and and they they are big cities with big populations even like even the smaller cities have like a big population you know compared to a lot of places and so there are a lot of bands a lot of kids and philly is just because of the age the guys that book shows in philly and its location it's really on the up for a long time for punk rock for oi 
for hardcore right. for everything, you know. I mean, Philly's like it, it's it's right in the it's right in the middle too. I mean, you know, you you go north to major cities, you go south to major cities from Philly. Totally. And it's 100%. just it's it's right in the right spot. And and you know, Dustin, it's a city of champions. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, that's true. You, know, you got Rocky over there chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Creed 2 coming out, Dustin. Creed 2, check it out. Um, yeah, that's, that's going to be good. <laughs> well, what do we got to do to bring you out here to Salt Lake City? Is this, is you know, is that something, you said it was the first time here, huh? I went, yeah, I went there for a wedding. And it was the, my first time seeing the city. I always heard about Salt Lake. I was a big fan of that show, uh, Big Love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I and, fucking, uh, I lived in Sandy. It was really, it was, Oh yeah, that's when I do live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live. I lived in San Diego. I told my wife, "We gotta get the fuck out of here." <laughs> yeah, you know, I love that show. I always liked it. Yeah. But um, it was yeah, it's a really cool city. And then while I'm there, because she was into the stuff, now she lives in Chicago. But she's pointing out places. There used to be shows here. There's shows there. There's shows there. And there's like this heavy metal bar. And it's this, I was like, oh wow, there's a lot of stuff popping off here. But it just it doesn't seem on a route of a, maybe a lot of bands because the location, you know right. what I mean? Well, but, I mean, I'd love to play there. I don't know how it would go over. I don't know if if well, our name is out there too well, but well, like, we played Arizona before, California, but never, you know. Never any there. hardcore show we've ever been to. Good turnout here. Always had a good turnout. Yeah. Always. We yeah. saw, I went to Lionheart, and it was a smaller venue, but it was packed. Right. A smaller venue was just uh, about a month, month and a half ago. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they're doing really well, Lionheart, right now. Yeah. It's, yeah, and it, it, it's... It, our city, I think, is is like a lot of other cities, and like you were talking to me earlier, saying, you know, kind of rotates, right? And and yeah, I, I think that you see some shows are just fucking. There's people falling out of the fucking building, and yeah, and especially with hardcore, um, you know, anything with uh, any bands that have any kind of mention of straight edge, uh, whether it be members of the band or lyrics and songs. I think also generates a lot of buzz here. Yeah, it's a know, big straight edge the scene, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think generally rock overall is you know a, a genre, and then subgenres are punk and metal and such. Right. And you know, Chris and I on the show we we have, we talk about punk. It's a punk podcast, but you know, for us, subgenres are you know street punk, skate punk, hardcore, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think hardcore is kind of that bridge between metal and overall. Metal is more popular amongst the world, especially, you know, here in the U.S., mm -hmm. than punk is. And hardcore is kind yeah. of that bridge between. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I see at the hardcore shows here, always better attended overall than just the punk Because you got punk the kids, punk you got the metal kids, exactly. you got the straight edgers, you got everybody kind exactly. of willing to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, if I can only go to a couple festivals a year, what are some must-see festivals uh, in your mind uh, there on the East Coast? Well, this is hardcore is the the main one for hardcore music, you know. Yeah, um, absolutely. That's the one that's, uh, I mean, just three to four days in a really fun city, people from all over the world. Bands like, you know, within hardcore, yeah, you, what you just said about hardcore is completely accurate. Then within hardcore, there's sub-genres in themselves. There's really... Yeah. Super, you know, like you have bands right now, like like Code Orange. They, they call themselves a hardcore band, and, and and they are. But like, listen to them. Then you have bands, you know, that sound like H2O. Called they, they're a hardcore band too. So it's 
Yeah. When you go to This Is Hardcore, you really get a, a big experience of all the different possibilities right. within the sound, you know, the, the definition of hardcore. So it's a cool thing. That would be the one. I mean, that would be the trip to make, the experience, the food of the city, the cultures, check it out. And I would recommend that one. You know, in the East Coast, there's also Tsunami Fest. You mentioned that. Mm-hmm. That That's really cool. Location-wise, probably not as fun as, as a distance hardcore because it's it's in also in Pennsylvania, a place called Reading, Pennsylvania, which is a very like very small, poor city. Maybe not, you know, maybe not the the funnest place to chill outside of the show. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> we got Black and Blue Bowl. That's that's cool. Agnostic Front did like an anniversary set this past one, and that's usually in Brooklyn. Brooklyn's like, and New York is, you know, that's another play, a destination. Even if you're if you're going to the fest and you're just like maybe three or four bands on the bill, but you're in these cities where there's plenty of other stuff to do. Right. And, you know. You can catch yeah. other shows if you wanted to. Just like when we go to Vegas, Punk Rock Bowling, we're, we're not just going to the venue. There's there's the house shows. Exactly. There's fucking somebody's doing a pool party, you know. Right. Uh, you know, it's crazy. That's something I, I want to go to. I want to go to one of those shows in Vegas, one of the Punk Rock Bowling. Well, you fucking come with us next year, man. We'll have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this one thing with, with my with my band, I feel like we could get in the mix with some punk shows and stuff because you know oh, I'm very influenced by that. Definitely. But we never really get offers in that. You know, we always the offers we get to tour, are, you know, with like heavy, heavy hardcore bands all the time. So on right. the you know on the bills, we're kind of like sometimes the odd band out. But I wouldn't mind trying to get in the mix with some punk it's punk. Be. Uh, That's got to be difficult to be that, you know, kind of, you guys are jack of all trades really with, with hardcore, right? I mean, you're, you're able to, you know, put on the metal face, if you will, and do those metal fests, but you seem kind of like do the punk rock fest, but with somebody like a week ago on differences, you know, we talk about genres or sub genres of punk and we were just talking Mm -hmm. about that with hardcore and there's some bands that are just, you know, a hardcore band. That's what you say. But then bands like your band, H2O, where you could say that's more of a melodic hardcore, right? <laughs> if that's even a thing, because just the way the bands play, the way the yeah. bands sound. Like, uh, the beginning of Better Than I Was is amazing. It's so good. Right. For sure, one of my favorite tracks of this year, period. Wow, thank you, man. Appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. Chris and I, and it's more me, you know, we, we do a show, so why wouldn't we do top whatever lists uh, of stuff? And, and that one and, and Someday are for sure top singles for me of the year, and your album's for sure going to be on the, the top list for me as well. Appreciate so good. that. Thank you very much, man. Yeah. yeah. Very, very excited about, about wrapping that year up, so that way Dustin can tell me what I should have been listening to. When yeah, I, I do that all the time. Well, speaking of, I just mentioned... <laughs> Two of my favorite tracks of the year, and they're from your album. What are some tracks that stand out to you from that album? Or what's, you know, you were mentioning earlier about some that you you play live. What are making that rotation? What are some to you that maybe a a cut above the rest? Um, On that album, well, yeah, like uh, we talked about the track standing out live. That's already dead with with Matt from Noise singing. Right, that's a great video. That mainly... Yeah, I like that. Uh, it's a strong song, so it was a lot of fun, and having him on it made it really cool. But, uh, you know, the reason I think it stands out live is because there's a video attached, and not everybody's buying albums. There's mm-hmm. a lot of more, you know, more internet activity than, than you know, and streaming. So I think that particular song had a lot, had more juice, so it kicked in live. But my favorite track on the record is that last song, Halfway There, because it's kind of like I'm a fan of, like, uh, glam rock ballads. And I loved, I loved all that stuff. I came up with that stuff. And that was like my fantasy 
chance to like fucking throw a sort of a, a glam rock battle. Not that it's a glam rock battle, but it has a little bit of that vibe. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Absolutely. I had that song musically for a long time, but I never knew if it would fit in on, on any albums. Then finally we gave it a shot. And we got our friend that uh, is a girl singer named Angel. We got her in the mix. So that's, that's my favorite one on that album. I like that song a lot. It's like a good vibe out song. Kind of like a white trash kind of vibe sitting on the side of a river. Kind of, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. What, what, are, yeah, some, what are some influences for you musically? What, what do you go to you know, when you're just wanting to listen? As far as our kind of music, the stuff that, you know, you guys like that we like it. The Kings are like the Ramones. After them, we're big. Uh, I'm a big agnostic front mark, especially one voice era where they kind of turned metalish and, got, and mm-hmm. but did it to the point where they were like crushing metal bands. You know what I mean? They right. they did it right. You know, they didn't just attempt it; they succeeded. So you got Ramones, agnostic front, big influences. Then after that, I love you know I love bands like Guns N' Roses to uh, All Out War. You know, it's, it's a big broad spectrum of, of mm-hmm. stuff we'll listen to you know what i mean that's it's all over the place and the other guys are all different our bass players really influenced by like west coast punk you know he's he's into that stuff so when he when he writes his stuff you know maybe people could pick some stuff out you know it, it's it's always nice when you talk to somebody and they hear something you know because everybody's influenced and they hear something mm-hmm. and they're spot on with it and you're like wow this guy got a good ear you know yeah it's it's interesting to always hear that too from the band and and the guys who write the music in the bands, particularly, you know, where they they say, oh, well, you know, like you just mentioned, you know, hey, it's your homage to glam rock. You know, you had an opportunity to, you know, I'm I'm gonna Guns and Roses on this thing, right? And and knowing that now, now I'm gonna go back and go, fuck, let's play that track again, right? And I want to hear yeah. that one more time, <laughs> you know, and, and that's why you know what I enjoy probably about the podcast, Dustin, is right. is we get that opportunity to hear those guys say things like that, and then oh, I have to now go back and listen to this music again because oh, I yeah. fucking missed something. Yeah, yeah, that last track, yeah, it's kind of like a glam rock ballad meets like a Leonard Skinner kind of vibe, and that's <clears throat> yeah. stuff I like. And I had that song so long, it just uh, you know when I gave it to the guys, I'm like, can we pull this off or what? You know, and then, <laughs> what's kind of hard to place on the album. We kind of had it sit in, in sort of the center early on when we were doing the track list, but it didn't really make sense. We threw it at the end, and uh, for the most part, when people did mention it, it was like a standout track for a lot of people, but there was a couple negative people didn't see it the way we saw it, and they do thought it was like a downer at the end of a record, you know. <sighs> and it might be to some people, you know. Are there <laughs> expectations in hardcore? I mean, do you, do you feel those expectations? Do you feel like you need to meet certain expectations? We're going to call ourselves a hardcore band, so we have to do this, or is it more? This is just, uh, you know, where do you where do you meet those expectations? We're a hardcore band, you know, definitely. But kind of, we do whatever we want. We're real open to our influences. You could just pick them out if you listen to to the album. It's it's all over the place. But early on, we kind of did that, so we didn't pigeonhole ourselves. If we kind of did an album like this after making straight up old school records for, you know, six in a row and then did this, people might have been like, what are these guys, what are they on? You know, like, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Why bother with this? But, you know, we always, you know, we're, we're, we're a hardcore band, but we love Oi. You know, we got one of the things we were most excited about was a couple shows on the East Coast with Cox Bar. You know, that was like Oof, a, yes. a dream because those, those guys are masters of writing yes. anthems. Yes. You know, so uh, you're going to definitely hear cops bar and you're gonna hear you know like uh 
there's a song on there called Ultimatum, which is more street rock, oi kind of vibe. Then there's a song, Heart of a Champion. It's just a straight-up old-school hardcore song. But at the end, when we do the track list, that's where my expectation is at when I finally hear it at the end. Could this? Could somebody sit through this whole album? Are they gonna? Is it gonna? They're gonna find spots boring? Are they gonna skip this? Is this song in the right spot? Does it make sense here? I think if if the track list is right, it's like a whole trip. The album is like a trip mm-hmm. from beginning to end. Right. And if it works, people could really enjoy it. But everybody's different, you know. So I, as far as expectations, I try to make it better than the last album. And if there are any real strong songs that came out on the previous album, I kind of try to answer them, mm-hmm. you know. This is that song that people used to like, but hopefully better, you know, stuff like that. But, I mean, what is it to be a hardcore band nowadays? You kind of just got to stay your hardcore <laughs> band. You could almost sound like whatever you want, you know what I mean? Yeah. To I think, some extent. I think influences have a lot to do with that. I've been, I've been kind of doing a lot of exploring and researching myself, just trying to, you know, what is this? What is that, right? And, and mm-hmm. it's and, uh, in the end, I think that, those bands that try to follow too many rules end up finding themselves just being like you mentioned, they just, you know, those tracks are boring. It sounds like the last track and they just get skipped and, and you lose something as a band. You definitely lose your identity because you just become hardcore band, you know, 22 instead of being who you are. And, and you guys certainly stand out Uh, for me. Uh, one of my favorite songs, Ghost of Buddy. One of our, our kind of sub-themes of this episode as we go through hardcore. Right now, uh, Two Minute Minor, they're doing uh, Up the Pups, where they're, they're raising money for uh, No Kill uh, Pitbull Shelter. And, and Dustin and I both have rescue dogs at home, and uh, it's something that means a lot to us. And so my personal favorite song of you guys is Ghost of Buddy. If you could just, uh, you know, maybe... Bear with me and, and uh, tell me about uh, that song. Yeah, that's uh, Buddy was Joe's dog, our singer Joe. He was like a cool dog, like a nerdy type of dog. You know, he wasn't like a vicious killer. Yeah. He was just like more of a, a hang around chiller, you know, he, he was cool. And we're all big dog fans in, in the band. We're, you know, we're all about the dogs. Everybody, you know, how could you be against the dog? It's, it's almost, you know, it's against nature. So that song, when he died, we, uh, he's like, yo, I'm going to make a song, like a ballad about Buddy. And we were doing, we were starting, I was like giving him acoustic songs and stuff. And I'm like, you know what, let's just hit like, let's just do one of these straight ahead jams. Like, you know, a typical kind of Wisdom and Change vibe because he already had the lyrics. But he placed them in there. And then uh, when we made the video, we put a call out to send us pictures of, of you guys, you know, whoever, any listeners of the band, send us pictures of your, yourself with, with your dog. Yeah. And we got so many that, I mean, we couldn't really fit them all. You know what I mean? But it was such, when we did that, we realized, like, yo, people love their dogs. They're family members, you know, mm-hmm. easily. So he went that route, and, yeah, I like that song, too. But for some reason, we never really started playing that live, you know. And I still, because that's, uh, you know, that's a few albums ago now. I don't know why we never well, kicked that in, because a I, lot of people ask, you know. I could imagine not playing it live. I, I You know, yeah. it, it allowing to be what it is and exist as it is and, and uh, you know us as fans get an opportunity to listen to it maybe when we, you know, whenever we we want to, you know, and you know, I could see that not being in the live mix, you know, maybe yeah, kind of bring down really the, maybe bring down the mood a little bit in the room, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I could I could get that, you know, I, I you're sitting yeah, there, Dustin and I fucking true. hugging and crying about dogs that we had when we were kids that are dead now, you know, like that it might yeah. bring down the mood a little bit. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, that, that song, yeah, it is like that. And we randomly will randomly get a message or uh, somebody hit us up and when they're, you know, that their dog just passing and they're, they're playing a the song and they're tagging us in it. And, you know, right. yeah, it's still, the song is still active because of the content, the lyrical content. So it's, it's, it's cool. It's, but, yeah, that's what that's all about. It's definitely something that, uh, that, that, that is a fitting time and tribute for that. And I appreciate the song. Richie, I appreciate you coming on the show today. Wisdom and Chains, amazing stuff. You can find them, Dustin, on uh, Facebook at Wisdom and Chains. P-A-H-C on Instagram, at Wisdom and Chains. And on Twitter, at Wisdom in Chains. Uh, and, of course, what do you got here? Stereokiller.com forward slash Wisdom and Chains. <laughs> and, uh, again, Rich, thank you so much for joining us, man. Yo, my pleasure, man. Thank you very much for helping us get the word out. Appreciate it. And nothing in nature, Dustin, respects weakness. That's right. go, Dustin. I get fired up. You know what I like about hardcore is just fucking listening to it. And it's fucking... It gets you moving. You know what I mean? It's yes. not like... You, you, you can't really passively listen to, to hardcore. You know, it's hard to sit here and look at other stuff like, you know... I'm sitting here looking at fucking tattoos. But I'm listening more than I'm looking. You know what I'm saying? Whereas there's right. some music brands... Or types, whatever you want to call it, genres. You fucking just have on fucking, but you're you're able to kind of do other things. Right. What do we got next, bro? Well, first you can get them at Wisdom in Chains, P A H C, because that's some Pennsylvania hardcore. Yeah, from and that was Ghost Buddy song about his dog from when he was a kid. Uh, kind of ties into that two minute minor up the pup stuff that we were doing. Cool song, great song. Uh, 
and um, you know the music video is great. Go check it out. It's got like a lot of fans sending pictures of them with their doggies. And cool. uh, both you and I have rescue dogs. Your dogs, you got you rescue rescue bulldogs. You have been doing that for a while. Yep. Um, and uh, that's awesome that you and your wife do that. You guys do an awesome job with that. Um, me, my wife, we've we volunteer. We've spent a lot of time volunteering at uh, animal shelters and stuff throughout the years. We were big time in Tulare County Animal Shelter back home in, in California. Um, and our dog came off an Indian reservation. Nice, uh, Mr. Ace Man, Ace Dog, Dog Dogger Man, Dogger Town. It's quite the name. He's got like it's adding every day too. You know how that <laughs> shit goes. Yes, yeah. I do. <laughs> you, you have Leonardo. Leonidas. Leonidas. Yeah, he's never been called Leonardo. Right. His I name is Leonidas. Leonidas. I forgot. Yeah. We call him Leo, but we also call him Muffins. Muffins. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Dustin. Chris, we are now playing gangrene. some hardcore, some gangrene, which is from Kavite, I think. Yeah. Philippines. These guys are from the Philippines. Neat. So this is gangrene. They released an album, uh, self-titled, and this is Provocatio, I think is how you say it. So let's check out Gangrene. Chris, what'd you think of Gangrene? Fucking just listening, man. Fucking enjoying it. We're doing some hardcore, not just from non-New York, but just all over the world, man. We're going to jump back into California. You said they're the Philippines. Yeah, Philippines. Fucking crazy. Where are we at here? Lionheart. Yeah. They released an album a little less than a year ago called Welcome to the West Coast 2, Trial by Fire. I got to see the end of their show. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see the whole show. They came here to Salt Lake in September. Unfortunately, I couldn't get there any earlier. I missed out, but I got to see a little bit. Those guys fucking kill live, man. Yeah. It was awesome. They packed the loading dock, Chris. Gang Green is at Gang Green Gore Grind on Facebook. I forgot to mention that. And now that we're there, Lionheart is at Lionheart CA because these guys are from Northern California. Go check them out.
Talking about the the way that the, uh, the 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 lyrics are sung. Yeah. L H H C Chris. Lionheart Hardcore. Interesting. I like it. Uh, they were awesome live. I got me a bright blue L L H H C shirt. I got there just in time. Met him, man. That dude works his ass off. Singer. Yeah. He was sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> you say that like. Like really sweaty. He was. He was soaking through his baby blue shirt that he he had on. Oh, All right, Chris, we're gonna go and do some first blood. They actually toured with uh, Lionheart at that time. These guys are based out of USA and Sweden. In the U.S., they're from San Francisco, the Bay Area. They're on at First Blood Rules, and they released an album about a year ago. cool album man it's called uh, rules like every track on there has the word rules in there somewhere or another right. we played a track off of that way back when yeah. same with Lionheart like last December January something like that and this is rules of life That's 
Chris, that's life. That's life. Yeah, That's first blood. It's the rules of life, Dustin. Rules of life. Off of rules. First blood, based out of Sweden. San Francisco. Some some more NorCal hardcore. All right, Chris. I don't know what kind of band people classify these guys. That kind of sounds like hardcore to me. But I think uh, some places kind of classify them as metal. I don't know. We're playing them on this episode. This is Blue Felix. They released an album quite a few years ago called Sample of a Solution. It's called Metal Finger Up. These guys are from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Go to uh, Facebook and find them at Blue Felix Official. Sid from Slipknot. He's in this track. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes! I don't know where you'd put that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I made it on this episode. How's that? Chris? Is a hardcore band from Germany. We played a few hardcore bands from Germany on this episode. Yeah. This band's called Out for Change. This track's called Pals for Life. These guys are from Magdeburg, Germany. Get it. I don't know if that's even close. I have no idea. But hardcore band out of Germany. Pals for Life. Back in the 80s. He was born Timeless ideas Of Tuesday's born Disappoint the cute The kids are in strife Everything Said and done One thing will survive This is sound Look to your underground I know my face to make United forever This is the sound Underground, I do my best for life. United forever, it's in my heart. 
deep inside Passion, candor, water, still alive Absolute loyalty, stick together no matter what What for unity, we all live in the gods This is sound, put me on the ground I know my place to play, united forever This is the sound, put me on the ground I threw my breath for life, united parts of the world, at least some of those bands, Hardcore Worldwide. Go look at the Hardcore Worldwide uh, YouTube page and subscribe yeah, yeah, yeah. if you they're, like some Hardcore. Hardcore, they're great. Yeah. So just let it play, right? Yeah. You can find Out for Change online, outforchange.bigcartel.com. You can find uh, some cool stuff, an Out for Change meeting, a couple different t-shirts, one with uh, one with the, or excuse me, a t-shirt and then a sweater. The sweater is a crew neck sweater with Wayne from Wayne's World on it, uh, wearing some OFC swag. It's pretty cool. And of course, their debut album, uh, you can get that as well. Um, so yeah, check it out uh, off of BigCartel.com. They're on Facebook at Out for Change. Fucking, you beat me to it. I can't fucking find it. No? Well, look for Out for Change. Again, Ma- Magdeburg. Magdeburg? No, 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 I'm saying that fucking terrible. I'm sorry. But Germany. I can't fucking... If I could find them on Facebook, I could correct you. How, where is it on Facebook, Dustin? Out for Change. Look, at Out for Change. At Out for Change. At O-U-T-F-O-R-C-H-A-N-G-E. Yeah. And I'm... Oh, there they are. There you go. Hey. Interesting. All right, Chris. Oh, yeah, Magelberg. Right on, dude. Next up, we have a band called Hard to Believe. These guys are from Styria, or Styria, Austria. So there's some Austrian hardcore right here. They're on Facebook, at Hard to Believe Band. This track is called This Life, Hard to Believe. Let's 
your life, Chris. Alright, that was hard to believe. They're from Austria. That hard to believe band on Facebook. Chris, we got one more track left to play, and they are also from somewhere besides the US. Just hardcore from around the world, man. Where are we from? Italy, Moran, Italy. M E R A N. I bet it sounds a lot nicer coming from an Italian. Moran. Moran. <laughs> Dead like Juliet. Dead like Juliet, this is heading for the sun off of the Tempest EP. Think about getting inked up on Friday, Dustin. Hardcore fucking inspires me to do amazing shit. Hell yeah. You can get these guys on Facebook at Dead Like Juliet, and they're on like everything at Dead Like Juliet Instagram, Facebook, all of it. wrapping this episode up man go check out these bands obviously go check out wisdom and chains we're huge fans uh there's a ton of non new york hardcore and there's a ton of new york hardcore and we'll get to those on future episodes we, we just wanted to get a i mean it's do an episode so and throw bad. a bunch of stuff together and uh you know two minute minors uh punishable act Deafness by Noise, Monster Squad, End of Nothing, Lionheart, First Blood, Gang Green, Blue Felix, Alfred Change, yeah. Hard to Believe, All of it. Dead Like Juliet, that's where we're at here. Let us know what you think. Maybe there's some of these bands that aren't hardcore. Maybe they're thrash. Maybe they're just something else. We don't, I don't know. They all seem like they fit here to me, though. All right, everybody. Thank you. We appreciate you. SLC Punkcast all over the place. Chris? Play the fucking outro. Okay, I'm done.